I have used a lot of commerce platforms in the past. By far, the most robust is Shopify. No matter how complex your business needs and no matter how large your business grows, Shopify can handle it. And they do handle it for brands like Rothy's, Ruggable, Allbirds, Knox, Magnolia, Brooklinen, Glossier, and Cotton, to name a few. You may already use another e-commerce platform and you may be super unhappy with it, but you've already put a lot of work into it and migrating to Shopify could seem impossible. But I'm here to tell you that it is quite easy. When I migrated to Shopify back in 2022, their apps and tools meant I just had to make a few clicks and everything was ported over as if by magic. Shopify also lets you design your storefront however you like, which from personal experience I know isn't the case for many other commerce platforms out there. All these features and all this control can result in more sales more often. So stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify today, and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their businesses. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial at shopify.com forward slash practical, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com forward slash practical, shopify.com forward slash practical. Welcome back for Kaptan. Happy to have you here. Today we're going through Meditation 5 from Book 5. But before we start, I wanted to take a moment to invite you to check out our journaling program if you haven't already. There is a link in the description to do that. It is a one-year-long daily Stoic journaling program. Not to be confused with the Daily Stoic, it is a Stoic journaling program that delivers daily through your inbox. It is, to the best of our knowledge, the only one of its kind. Current subscribers absolutely love it, and we think that you will as well, so check the show notes for more details. Okay, Meditation 5 from Book 5, here it is. Your mental powers they cannot admire. Granted, but there is much else of which you cannot say, that is no gift of mine. Bring forth then what is wholly in your power, freedom from guile, dignity, endurance of labor, distaste for pleasure, contentment with your own portion, need of little, kindness, freedom, plain living, reserve in speech, magnanimity. See you not how much you are able to bring forth, where there is no excuse of want or gift or want of faculty, and yet you are content to keep a lower place? Are you obliged to grumble, to be grasping, to flatter, to blame your poor body, to be obsequious, to vaunt yourself, to be tossed about in mind, because you have been fashioned without talent? No, by heaven, you had the power to be rid of all this long ago and only, if at all, to be convicted of some slowness and tardiness of understanding. And even there, you should exercise yourself, not disregarding your faults, nor finding satisfaction in your dullness. This one kind of strikes at the heart of the matter, don't you think? Who cares about your mental prowess? You are not credited, after all, with the IQ or intellect you possess. That is a thing you were born with. If you have an IQ of 200, why celebrate it? You didn't gain that IQ yourself. And if you have an IQ of 50, why lament yourself? Why blame yourself? You didn't show up at the IQ shop and say, no thanks, I'll take less. Your body isn't yours either. You're not responsible, for example, for the way your body reacts when you feed it or work it out. 
Some people can become amazing swimmers, and they do that through hard work, but some others can only become amazing weightlifters or sprinters. And yes, again, they do this through hard work, but whether the clay of their bodies, as it were, is composed of a runner's disposition or a swimmer's, really has nothing to do with anything they've chosen, nothing under their control. Likewise, if you have a heart murmur or some other physical condition, is that your fault? No. The kind of body we have from the start is not something we get to choose. And by that I mean all bodies are different in their absolute potential and we don't choose our bodies one way or the other. But there are things we do choose, aren't there? Our hegemonicon, our rational faculty, allows us to make choices, and with those choices we can choose to bring about in our character, as the meditation says, freedom from guile, dignity, endurance of labor, distaste for pleasure, contentment with your portion, need of little, kindness, freedom, plain living, reserve in speech, and magnanimity. We spend our time griping that we are not more handsome, or beautiful, or more naturally smart, but why do we lament all this, these things which are not within our power to choose or determine or control, while not lamenting the many things which are within our power to choose, or if you prefer, control? We can choose to be kind, can't we? We can choose to be dignified, to turn away from guile, to be generous and not greedy. We spend so much time whining about our lot in life, and especially aspects of it which, if we thought about them, we know we cannot directly control. When right in front of us are so many things we can control, or can, I prefer, choose. You're grumpy, but why? Do you think you have no choice but to be grumpy? Is grumpy a state of character you have no control over? Is that part of your body? Of course not. You absolutely have control over whether you are grumpy, which means you're choosing to be grumpy when you could be choosing to be grateful or some other opposite of grumpiness. You're choosing to be Oscar the Grouch instead of Big Bird. Do you want to be grumpy and cool or grateful, kind, and a little goofy? I would take Big Bird over edgy Oscar any day, as a friend and as a role model. But Sesame Street analogs notwithstanding, hopefully you understand my point. But Tanner, what of our bodies? Certainly it must be more stoic to be in shape and healthy than not in shape. I struggled with this one for a while myself, and I get a lot of pushback when I say things like our physical fitness isn't in our control because I'm only half right when I say that, and I guess I don't communicate the nuance very well of what I mean, so I will try again today. Your body has an upper limit of perfection. Your body perfected may not be able to look like someone else's body perfected. There is a range of potential in every body, and that range of potential is rarely identical and not commonly even similar. For example, if you're born with cerebral palsy, you can do a lot to combat the effects of that condition. But there will always be a ceiling for you, specifically, that doesn't exist for someone without cerebral palsy. Less dramatically, because I don't really like dramatic examples, if your DNA and biology dictates that you will only grow to be 5 foot 8 inches tall, you cannot make your body have the sort of DNA or biology that lets you grow to 6 foot 1 inches tall. So when it comes to fitness, what I'm saying is, everyone has a different baseline and top end, and the spectrum between is not something you choose or design yourself. You're born with that. 
Now, as far as weather within that spectrum, it is more or less stoic to strive for the top rather than to laze about at the baseline. I would say it depends, but mostly striving for the higher end of the spectrum does seem more in alignment with what the sage would do. Of course, as I said, it does depend. I don't think it's required of Stoics to achieve peak physical performance and health. I do think it's required of all Stoics to achieve a state of physical performance and health that allows them to fulfill their roles, one of which, I think, is self-reliance. And let's pick on me for a moment here. At the start of last month, I weighed 149 kilograms, or 335 pounds, roughly. Was I being a poor Stoic? Don't rush to judgment too quickly, because whether someone is a poor Stoic or not is not a zero-one, black or white sort of thing. My character, in its totality, isn't one failing or one success. It is many of each, and in balance, I think, my character leans towards virtue more than it leads away from it. But that only means I'm a percopton like you, and that there are still many things to fix. So it's not that being overweight and physically unhealthy makes you, or me, a poor stoic. Instead, it just means we're not sages, and there's nothing wrong with being on a journey. That said, while I had been paying attention to many other aspects of my character, I had been ignoring my physical health. So I had to start asking myself whether weighing 335 pounds was getting in the way of my ability to fill my roles, either present or potential future roles. In many ways, it wasn't. I can serve this community, for example. I can mentor. I can write. I can do the things I've committed to doing, and my weight and overall health don't seem to be getting too much in the way of those things. However, what about my sleep quality? Oof. It is terrible. Or it was. And what about my energy levels during the day? And the amount of brain fog I had to deal with because I was getting poor sleep? And what about my kids? I'm going to have kids in the not-too-distant future. Could I be a good husband in regards to sharing equally with the responsibility of keeping up with those kids? If I was tired all the time and had poor cardio health, for example? If I became a parent tomorrow, and that would be a surprise to us all, would I rely too heavily on others to pick up the slack, or would I be negatively impacting the fun my kids could have, or the quality of life they could have, or the bond they could establish with me, the memories they would have, if I wasn't able to really be present for them in a physical way? That got me thinking differently. And is there any reason in particular that I couldn't mend this part of my character, these parts of my character that weren't particularly well-developed? Did I have a condition of the heart, for example? Was there a real physical impediment to me becoming more complete in this particular area of my life, or was I just ignoring it and being lazy? In my case, I was ignoring it and being lazy, and that's not particularly sage-like, is it? So today, I weigh 310 pounds, or about 140 kilograms, and I'm working hard to get down to 220 pounds, or 99 kilograms. Is it stoic to lose weight? No. Is it stoic to be strong? No. What is stoic, however, is to care for your body in a way that suggests that your health, physical performance, and ability to participate physically in life matters to you. And if you would say nothing matters but virtue, I want to gently remind you that that is wrong. Virtue is the only good that is true, but it's not the only thing we should care about. It's not the only thing that matters. If our parents are sick, for example, we know that is an indifferent, correct? We have no ability to choose whether our parents are sick and dying or not, do we? 
And ultimately, the sickness or healthfulness of our family does not make us virtuous. But what would the sage say if we said something like, My mother is sick, she is dying, but that doesn't matter to me because it doesn't impact my virtue. Caring about things which are not within our power to choose is reflective of our character. And if a caring character is reflective of a virtuous character, then a caring character is good and we lean more towards virtue when we care. This isn't immediately obvious, because much of the contemporary talk of Stoicism suggests that if we can't control it, we should be indifferent to it. But remember, indifferent isn't a state of mind, it's a judgment of something's inability to impact our character. Our mother being sick cannot impact our character, but not caring that our mother is sick absolutely does impact our character, because not caring is within our power to choose, and it is appropriate to care when our mother is ill. That is all I have for you today, but we can discuss this further in the Discord community, and if you haven't joined yet, you can go to discord.gg forward slash stoicism, or just click the link in the show notes. Again, if you have not yet checked out and joined our Stoic Journaling program, please check the link in the show notes for that and check it out. Thanks for listening, and until next time, take care. Take care.